the Sunday Escape. See you next time. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. The former security secretary Ambrose Lee dies at the age of 73. Chris Tang says Hong Kong is ready for any trouble that may stem from Sino-US tensions. And the author Salman Rushdie has reportedly been taken off a ventilator and is talking. RTHK has learned that former Secretary for Security Ambrose Lee died in his sleep this morning at his Shatin home. He was 73. Maggie Ho reports. Mr Lee joined the Immigration Department in 1974 and climbed up the career ladder over the years to become the head of the department in 1998. In 2002, he was appointed the Commissioner for the ICAC by the then Chief Executive Tong Chi Hua. A year later, he took over from Regina Ibb to become the Security Chief. He was awarded the Gold Bohemia Star in 2009. Mr Lee retired from government services in 2012 and was a deputy to the National People's Congress between 2013 and 2017. The current Secretary for Security, Chris Tang, says the government is ready to tackle anyone who might take advantage of tension between China and the US to stir up chaos in Hong Kong. Mr Tang was speaking on a commercial radio programme. I believe the black violence in 2019 had clearly shown Hong Kong people that acts that threaten national security or even something close to a colour revolution can happen in Hong Kong. So we must make preparations in all aspects, in particular when circumstances change out there. Of course we have to watch out for anyone conducting subversive acts in Hong Kong. We would also pay attention to our general public security so no one can take advantage of international incidents to break the law or create chaos in Hong Kong. United States media are reporting that the author Salman Rushdie, who was stabbed during a literary event in New York State, has been taken off a ventilator and is able to talk. They say the information was confirmed by his agent, Andrew Wiley. The award-winning novelist has, for decades, lived under death threats following the publication of his novel, The Satanic Verses, that many Muslims thought blasphemous. The BBC's Nomia Iqbal reports. The author's condition has not yet been fully updated, but fellow writers have been tweeting their relief at finding out he's able to talk. This comes as the man accused of attempting to murder him appeared in court. 24-year-old Hadi Matar was arrested at the literary event. He had bought a ticket to attend. Onlookers had held the suspect down as the author lay on the stage injured. Inside court, wearing handcuffs and prison clothing, Hadi Matar pleaded not guilty to charges of attempted murder and assault. Sri Lanka's foreign ministry says the country has granted port access to a Chinese research vessel, the Yuanwang-5, in spite of objections by India. The ship had originally been due to call at Sri Lanka's Hambantota port on Thursday, but Colombo asked Beijing to indefinitely defer the visit following India's objections. Sri Lanka now says the ship can dock at Hambantota on Tuesday and remain for six days. Local authorities say four people have died and nine others injured in flash floods in Sichuan province yesterday. Mainland media footage shows water rising rapidly in a river on the outskirts of Pungjo City. Tourists who had been playing in the initially shallow water could be seen running for safety and clambering over rocks as the water rushed towards them, but some were unable to reach the riverbank in time. 
A US-based rights group says a terrorism court in Saudi Arabia has jailed a woman's rights activist for 34 years over comments she posted on Twitter calling for reform. The Freedom Initiative says Salma al-Shahab's sentence is the longest given to a woman's rights advocate in the kingdom. Bethany al-Haidari speaks for the Freedom Initiative. Her Twitter account is still public today, and what she calls for is very brave and just for basic rights. It's nothing aggressive. It's actually quite amazing to see what she says. She's inspiring, and it's so sad that this has happened to her now. Saudi Arabia is boasting to the world that they're improving women's rights and implementing legal reforms, but there is no question with this sentence that the situation is just getting worse. U.S. media are reporting that a lawyer for Donald Trump signed a statement two months ago saying all classified material held in boxes at Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence had been returned to the government. The declaration was made after a visit to the Florida residence by the top counterintelligence official in the Justice Department. Such a statement could indicate that Mr Trump or his team were not fully forthcoming with investigators. On Friday, a federal judge ordered the unsealing of the search warrant that led to the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago five days ago. Police in the Australian state of New South Wales say the deaths of two women in the Sydney suburb of Reevesby yesterday was an assassination. The two women, aged 48 and 39, had been shot in a car. Detective Inspector Danny Doherty said the older woman was known to police. This is an appalling attack on two women who have lost their lives in a planned murder and assassination, really, uh, that's happened in a public street in Sydney. It's not acceptable by any standards. To sport and the big story in football's English Premier League came at Brentford as the home side consigned Manchester United to the bottom of the table after a thrashing in West London. And Abubo gets away from Shaw and scores and it's 4-0 this time on the counter-attack. Brentford have not witnessed anything like this for decades and decades and decades. Brentford produced a stunning first-half performance, scoring four times in 35 minutes. United's new manager, Eric Ten Hag, is still looking for his first league point. Ten Hag was asked if he could explain what had gone wrong. Opponent is more hungry, and they were really aggressive, and you have to fight yourself in the game, and we didn't do. Why do you think that is? Why do you think the opponents were more hungry than, than Manchester United? I don't know. I don't have the answer in this moment, and I have to find out, because, but it is no good. Manchester City kept up their impressive start to the campaign with an emphatic win at the Etihad over Bournemouth. Marquis signing Erling Haaland couldn't mark his home debut with a goal, but he did set up Ilkay Gundogan for City's opener. And Kevin De Bruyne got the second in a 4-0 rout. De Bruyne was asked if it was a perfect City performance. Well, I think so. Obviously, the, the circumstances are hard. It's so hot. Uh, the, the pitch wasn't wasn't great, so um, makes it all the more difficult. But obviously, leading 3-0 fairly quickly in, in the half makes it easy. And you know, even in the in the in the second half, they were defending so deep, so uh, we didn't give too much away. But I think we we can still go up a level. Arsenal also scored four in their first home game of the season and Gabriel Jesus, a summer signing from City, was far and away man of the match as he scored twice and notched two assists in the Gunners' 4-2 victory over Leicester City. He reflected on a fruitful day at the office. Uh, I'm so happy, you know, because not just for the goals, obviously, 
uh, I come here to try to score goals, to help with goals, but to help with uh, pressing, with uh, with the ball, sabe? Uh, you know. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy with the goals, but I'm happy too because we won the game. That's the most important thing. I could score more. I could score. I know. Uh, when I went to halftime, I, I asked for the, the people to show me the chance I had. And then, uh, well, one from Aaron, uh, the defender come quick, come back quick and touch the ball I cannot uh, shoot. And the second one I shot to, to score, you know. But I'm really happy, you know. Uh, our team is are playing so good, so well. You know, the, we consider goals today, but we stay in the game, focus on the game, we score more and won the game. That's the most important thing. Elsewhere, Stephen Gerrard won his first managerial clash against his former England teammate Frank Lampard as Aston Villa beat Everton 2-1 at Villa Park. And there were goalless draws between Brighton and Newcastle as well as Wolves and Fulham. Southampton drew two all at home to Leeds. In Spain, Andreas Christensen, Robert Lewandowski and Rafinha all made their debuts for Barcelona as they were held to a nil-nil draw at home to Raya Vallecano. And in Italy, Milan began their title defence with a 4-2 win at home against Udinese. Atalanta were 2-0 winners at Sampdoria and the Belgian striker Romelu Lukaku took just two minutes to score on his return to Inter in a 2-1 win at newly promoted Lecce. In Rugby Union, New Zealand ended a three-match losing streak with a 35-23 Rugby Championship second-round win over South Africa at Ellis Park in Johannesburg. A last-minute try by locked Scott Barrett sealed victory for the All Blacks after a thriller and may have saved the job of coach Ian Foster, who had been under fire after five losses in six matches. Liam Adams has won Sydney's City to Surf Fun Run. The 35-year-old electrician finished the 14-kilometre race in just over 41 minutes. Liam Pompiani won the women's division, finishing under just, uh, just under 46 minutes. To end the news, the top stories again. A former Security Secretary Ambrose Lee dies at the age of 73. The weather forecast, fine and very hot with isolated showers this afternoon and light winds. Currently 31 degrees, humidity 68% and the very hot weather warning is still in force. News and weather, RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey,